Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. My name is Daniel and joining me today are my fellow infected, Anthony. Hola. And Shabazz. Brains. Oh my goodness me. Uh, we have a very uh, diverse group of zombies here today joining us on this review. Uh, Anthony, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm, uh, I was going for the, uh, like the zombie that was aware that he's a zombie, but uh, mm-hmm. was not fully, you know, I know committed as a zombie, but like I eat brains, but I'm also cool. I'm not like okay. pure zombie not cool you're ashamed oh, okay you're ashamed of being a zombie and it, it, it insults my people i'm fact. the evolution of the new zombie you want to be hmm. you know the neanderthals of zombies wow. now, right? <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> you're like pull at the source not for that word you're like oh a neanderthal that's what i'm going to use today <laughs> uh shay how are you doing though you know just another day in raccoon city as i say <laughs> That's that's I think there's a I think that's a song. It's an Ice Cube song. Toronto <laughs> is Toronto is is a raccoon city. Like we are known well, for a lot of raccoons. And also they've shot Resident Evil in Toronto as well. So Yeah, and maybe the star of this movie is also in Resident Evil. Sorry, is also in <laughs> from like, Toronto. Well, <laughs> Toronto's is, Toronto's called Resident Evil as well too, right? That's, that's another nickname it. we have for Toronto. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Robbie Amell, who we also had on the movie podcast a few days ago, is the star of this movie. He plays Chris Redfield. So make sure you go check out that episode of the movie podcast, because as always, you can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and Letterboxd at the movie podcast and don't forget to leave us a review on apple Podcasts. join our discord and write into the show at hello at the moviepodcast.ca check out our show notes for all of those links and more some quick announcements before we get to our spoiler free review of resident evil welcome to raccoon city uh like i said we had robbie amell the star of this movie on our show you could go check out our interview right now you can also check out some great clips of it on instagram Go do it. Uh, we also had Leah McHugh, who is the star of Marvel Studios Eternals, and Will Speck and Josh Gordon, the creators of Hitmonkey, which is on Hulu right now. While you're on the movie podcast feed, you could also check out some other reviews that we have up. Uh, you could also check out our Spider-Man uh, No Way Home trailer reaction. And make sure you're tuned in this week because we have lots of reviews dropping on the movie podcast feed you could check out our hawkeye review you could check out our house of gucci review and very soon we'll have our beatles get back uh review up and you know what since we're heading into december we're going into the month of giving we're going to start doing a lot of giveaways so there is lots to look forward to at the movie podcast so make sure you are following us but today is all about Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. The film stars Kea uh, Scolario, Hannah John Kamen, uh, Robbie Amell, Tom Hopper, Avon Jogia, Donnell Logue, and Neil McDonough. And I just want to say thank you to our friends at Elevation Pictures for inviting us to watch this film. It is out in theaters exclusively on November 24th. Now, Shabazz, hit us with that synopsis. In Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City, once the booming home of pharmaceutical giant Umbrella Corporation, Raccoon City is now a dying Midwestern town. The company's exodus left the city a wasteland with great evil brewing below the surface. When that evil is unleashed, a group of survivors must work together to uncover the truth behind Umbrella and make it through the night. 
I love it. Now, this is not the first Resident Evil film we had. I think we had like 30 Resident Evil films mm-hmm. that came out before this one via on Netflix and animated series and also the um, the films of the 2000s that we had lots of them. Uh, Anthony, I'd love for you to give us your, uh, quick, uh, your first reaction to this film, but I would also love for you to give us your history with the Resident Evil series um, and maybe if you've ever seen any of the other films. Yeah, um, my my history with Resident Evil started back in 1996 when I was, I want to say, 10. I went to the store and I bought Resident Evil for my PS1 and I put it on and it scared me as a kid. It was an interesting game because I did not expect that type of horror element in a video game before coming from like a Nintendo or, or, or those types of games. I guess... I would say Castlevania would be the closest thing to like what a Resident Evil for the older systems were compared to. Yeah, like that gothic, yeah. scary setting, right? But yeah, this Resident Evil has is a huge part of my gaming life during the, I guess, the 90s and the 2000s. And then I stopped playing it because I was tired of the idea of uh, zombies, which it was great at the time because it was so new, but then... I kind of lost track with it. And especially with the movies, it didn't help. Like the Mila Jovovich films never really kind of got me into those movies as well as playing the new versions of those games. Um, I remember watching the first Resident Evil and I was like, this has nothing to do with the game. It was like this reimagining of the of the storyline. And I'm like, man, Definitely, I, yeah. I was looking forward to the characters that I was so used to loving um like jill valentine and chris redfield those are the characters that are part of the original resident evil so coming into this movie um i love how johannes roberts did a fantastic job recreating that first game with this film because that's what this movie is all about it's creating that first resident evil game that we were so used to uh, or the story that we're so used to knowing and and growing up with that he was able to recreate that move, that game into this movie. And he actually did a fantastic job. I was super shocked because, you know, Resident Evil movies have always been not great at all. And this is the first time I'm actually like, damn, this feels like the game. And everyone was 100% committed. There's so many different parts of this film where it's like super scary, super, it feels like this rundown town. It feels like this is a raccoon city. This is raccoon city. This is where this virus started and where everyone started getting infected. It takes place, and we all know it takes place at night. So it just gave us that, it gives me that that feeling of dread that that first game when I put it on when I was 10 gave. And I think um, everyone in the cast did a fantastic job. Um, I would say having all these characters involved, I wish there was more time with them. And I'm I'm looking forward to maybe a a sequel to this. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's, I want to jump off there because like you said, Anthony, I think this film does such a great job and everyone's so committed that uh, this film kind of reminds me a lot of the Tomb Raider film that we got in 2018 with Alicia Vikander, where it feels very just true to what the game is. This is uh, pretty much, uh, a film version of a first and second game kind of combined where they just borrow a lot of elements from resident evil one and two. And I would love to see 
a sequel a sequel to this world because this is the first time that we've gotten a resident evil film that feels very true to the games um shay i want you to jump in here and i want your first reactions to welcome to raccoon city yeah um when it comes to you know the resident evil games or the whole franchise as a whole the only one i'd ever really seen was um the first Resident Evil back in 2002, and I was what 11 years old when that came out. And the only reason I watched that was because all my friends were like, "Oh my god, it's Resident Evil! It's scary! We gotta watch it!" And it was that era of movies that were very similar in the sense of you had movies like Underworld uh, coming out, Van Helsing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So um, watching it, I was like, "Oh, this is so cool and so scary!" Not knowing much about the franchise, and even with the games, I didn't really get a chance to play them because, yeah, I was scared. I, I Never ventured into the zombie <laughs> horror esque games, but I I watched my buddies play, and I you know take the controller here and there. So with this film, I was a little skeptical going in because I mean the other forty films never fared well, and they were always more misses than hits, I'd say. Um, and also on top of that, you have a relatively unknown cast coming into this movie and a director that we've never really heard about as well. So. A lot of this movie was set up for failure, but I think what this movie did a great job of doing was it embraced the video game lore, it embraced what the video games are about, and it took that and ran with it. And just like you mentioned, Daniel, as long as you are kind of sticking true to that material, you really shouldn't be able to mess this up. You know, all you got to do is just make people happy by bringing the characters back, um, reintroducing the same story that we're familiar with, maybe kind of adding your own spin to it, but why change it? We look back at movies like the Assassin's Creed film with Michael Fassbender, and that movie was a complete misfire. Who has, whoever has played that game hates playing in the modern time. We love the fact that we can be an assassin and go back in time. This game took the fact so that this movie right now took the fact that what this movie was always what these games are always about is close quarters zombie combat and that's what this movie really embraced you have them kind of stuck in one area going through different levels taking off zombies and that's all it needed to be there doesn't need to be this deep story attached to it yeah and and i think that's what this movie just succeeds so well in right like you're adapting the games you have the these zombies that look like they were ripped right out of the games like i think this the the makeup and just the prosthetics in this film are top notch it's exactly what you would want to see in a resident evil film and everybody gets their moment to shine there are so many nods to the games as well too throughout this film that different angles that they use the different um just I guess text that pops up on the screen. And what I also love is that this movie is set during the nineties as well. So you get some great nineties music in there. You just get everything that you would want in a period piece as well too. And I think the nineties are kind of a hot period right now to revisit. You know, we're finally starting to get that nostalgia for that era. Um, And I even look at like a movie like fear street where where the first one is in 1994 and this one is in 1998. So like just kind of being in the nineties, uh, with a horror film, it felt right for Resident Evil, and it just playing in that that close that close quarters, like Shay said. And you know, we were lucky when we actually spoke to Robbie Amell. He was talking about how Johannes actually got the blueprints for like the the prison and like for the different mansions in the in the game and sorry in the film that were first shown in the game because they wanted to re- recreate something that was accurate to uh, the games and have that on the big screen. And I thought that that was so cool that they actually went to 
go to that length and to make something that's accurate uh because the cast in this in this movie in this film um i think all play really well with one another and like anthony said i would love a sequel uh to this film because this is probably one of the the surprises of the year for me in the sense of like wow like this is a film that went from this like not being on our radar to people not caring about to watching it and going wow that's actually a really fun time and uh, i would love to see where they go with it and see where these characters could go as well too mm-hmm I was a. Uh, I just. I love the idea of having the characters from the game be actually in this movie. So yeah, what a concept, right? You know, what an I, idea. I, would say, <laughs> I would say the only character that wasn't in the original game was Chris's sister Claire. She was not in the original game. I don't think it. I think it was really like the story of Chris Redfield or and Jill Valentine. Am I mistaken? Am I not? She's in Resident Evil 2 and that, and that's two. where and that's yeah so but that's still, where it's kind of a, a blending of like the first and second but that's cool because now they're connecting that world right yeah. they're building that world within it. Yeah. No, I I totally dug this movie. I thought there's some action sequences in there just and we we've, we've just all seen the Batman trailer, right? Sequence where guns being the 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 firing of the guns in the dark alleyway or the dark room and yep. you see like the the flash of the character coming closer and closer. That's what you'll get in this movie at certain points where, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Robbie Amell, he, he's in this, in this room and he's being surrounded by zombies and all you see is gunfire and you see them coming at you and you see his face is, and it's super scared and he's trying to get through it. And it's just like, damn, this is like the video game. Um, yeah. Great, great. Exactly that. Or I would say reimagining of the original into a film. Definitely. Sorry, Mila. Uh, Yours did not count. (laughs) Let's get to our final recommendations of Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Shay, I'm going to get you to start us off. Yeah, I think if you're a fan of the the franchise, um, there should be enough in here for you to kind of feel... You know, you were respected with your time and respected with the lore. the, the special effects are definitely a little bit of the weaker spot, but I know this film's budget is also a lot lower. So if you can kind of look past a lot of the fact, a lot of the facts that it's not a giant Hollywood blockbuster, you might actually have a good time with this movie. I think it's safe to say you can add this one to your queue because it 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 respects what came before it and it understand and it understood the assignment. That's what I'll say. I love that. Anthony, how about yourself? Yeah, I would. I would actually. I would want my want people to go watch it. I think it would have been wicked to watch in theaters um, because it's just a theater feeling film, um, and the action sequences. Yes, there are some certain points where it's like mm, that's not how I envisioned it, or the CG wasn't that top notch. But I think everything else, the set design, the practical effects, the the CG that does work fantastic as well as if you are a resident evil fan you're going to enjoy this film you you wouldn't not not like it because it's the first game and it is scary i'm surprised it's coming out at you know november was it november 24th 24th and not beforehand like during the halloween time halloween season right um just feels like a weird film to come out during the holiday season but um, yeah i get it for sure but other than that, like this is this is a watch it for me. 
Yeah, you know, I, I think to, just to jump off your last point there, Anthony, you know, it's it's definitely a, a different film to be coming out in November, especially during the Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, but it's also that kind of counter programming that sometimes uh, finds its spots and ends up doing well in theaters. Um, I'm going to I'm going to say it's a, a definitely add it to your queue to watch it. I think this would be a really fun movie to watch at home with like a bunch of friends and just all your snacks and everything and gather together. But I think like Shay said, if you are a big Resident Evil fan, or I think we all said this, if you're a big Resident Evil fan, there's a lot in this movie that you're just going to love. And I think you're going to feel respected as Shay mentioned. So uh, Resident Evil fans, I think you need to go to the theater to watch this because you got to go vote with your wallet. And if you like it, Hopefully, we'll get a sequel. Uh, but for everybody else, if you're just looking for a good zombie horror uh, 90s you know, period piece, I think this is a, a really fun time. And I think you're going to get a kick out of it. And I think that this is going to be something that I add to my yearly rewatch during Halloween. You know, I'm going to add it to up there with the Fear Streets and all the other films that we watch uh, in the month of October. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Don't forget, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out for review episodes and all the latest movies and series. Uh, please go check out our interview with Chris Redfield himself, Robbie Amell, the star of this movie. You can listen to that on the movie podcast feed and check out our clips of it on Instagram. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the movie podcast and check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next.